Did this movie even deserve a sequel at all? You decide. Welcome to episode 35 of Get Spoiled. My name is Samantha Herman, joined as always by my co-hosts Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and today we'll be spoiling the feature film Zombieland 2, colon, Double Tap. movie are we doing we're doing Zombieland double tap is that the movie yeah because i also saw maleficent and i was so bored even thinking about maleficent that i couldn't bear doing that for the show yeah i mean at least this at least this will be zany or something yeah this was like not a bad movie i just didn't think I, either of you wanted to see it i don't because i hated the first one you and i didn't it? yeah i mean i know i'm in the minority a lot of people really liked it uh i hated it and I wanted to like it, and I love Woody, but yep. I, uh, I find it very hard to get excited about anything that has to do with zombies these days. I'm not a huge fan either. Even by the time Zombieland came out, I'm not sure if it was, I think it was after Shaun of the Dead, we were already in the phase of zombie movies that know that and know they're zombie movies and are right. commenting on the tropes. And then even that got, like, when that gets tired, you know, you're at the end. Or then they innovate zombies, you know? They're like, oh, these are fast zombies. And you're like, great. So they're like people. They're just like regular alive murder- murderers. But they don't have Except they have more expensive makeup. And, like, oh, yeah, story zero lines. personality. So, you can't even yeah. make a story with them. You can't make them a character, really. So I'm not the into only, it. Agreed. The only interesting part of zombies, the only part where there's character and some drama and it's interesting, and you can, it's only... a brief moment in a zombie's story but the moment a person is bitten and transforms into a zombie that can be interesting right and yeah. they're never that... going to be sexy i mean just give me something no. to work with movie yeah but at I... least vampires are sexy <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't mind like... zombie land though but i agree with everything you're saying and i'm not into zombie culture as a rule i don't even watch the walking dead never have um, uh, i'm i'm watching the zombie land trailer now because i haven't watched it yet emma stone's in this shit she was in the they're first one too it. There's I so forgot. many people in it. They're all so famous. <laughs> I can't believe how many famous people are in this movie. I can't believe watching this trailer how much I don't want to see this movie. Lucky it's like for this you. Mo- you don't have to. This, yeah, exactly. I am lucky. <laughs> this movie was was uh, entirely generated by a computer algorithm that was just like, how can we make memes into a movie? I had to remind myself what happened in the first one because I remember a damn thing. Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. But uh, long story short, there's a zombie apocalypse and the four characters, Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, and Abigail Breslin bond together as a quartet. Sometimes right, betraying each other, family. sometimes working in tandem. And that's how it ends. And that's how it starts back up again. Great. As, as I recall, I can't remember exactly why but you don't use your name. You, your name is the town you're from. Yeah, because they didn't want to get uh, personally attached. Oh, because oh. everyone dies. It's such a brutal world. Yeah. Oh, so their names are Tallahassee, Columbus, Wichita, and Little Rock. Correct. Yeah. They also did a thing that I quite like in movies, but it was a, 
just like most of the things of Zombieland, just a lesser version of it in this. But a, a trope of movies that I like is when there's a bunch of rules. And they then they go like, rule number one. Hammer that. Yeah, that was big, I remember. And it happens um, again in this one. Same. Okay. Wait, there's rules? There's oh, rules. Uh, right, they have their... It's like Eisenberg's right. rule, or Columbus's rules of surviving of in the apocalypse. Number one, yeah. cardio. With, like, yeah. voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, graphic text, like, pop-ups. Yeah, That's and cool. it was, I remember it was really whack, because one of his rules was don't be a hero, but then at the end of the movie, he goes, rule, he, like, changes the rule, he goes, be a hero. <laughs> what? That's, that See, that this is why I blocked this garbage out. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was, I wept. Um, <laughs> I, I love Woody. <laughs> I, one of the things I love about Woody is that he'll just take this movie too. You know, he'll take the good roles and he'll do the. He'll be. He's good at everything, but he just takes roles and does it, and he's good at everything. He seemed like I'm having, sure he's great in this. Seems like he was Absolutely. having a whale of a time. Sure, of course, because he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he is delivering a pretty enjoyable Joe Biden on SNL these days. Really? Is he? Yeah, yeah. He's Joe Biden, and he puts in a false set of teeth that are like way too big for his mouth. And uh, oh man, he's very, he's very comfortable. Does he have like very weirdly perfect uh, thinning white hair? Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. Um, Joe Biden. He does yeah. that often. Like he'll he's like the Alec Baldwin pop in. Correct. I oh, love. I had that. no idea. And, and last thing before we start as well, just double tap, that being the, like, you shoot them twice. That was a rule as well. In yeah. The, uh, the rule of double tap. Yeah, confirm them one. Yeah. Then the tap means a shotgun fire. Is Are you allowed to double tap, like, with a with an axe or a... Yeah, or a, I think it applies to any manner of Double kill. kill blow. Yeah. Double kill blow. Yeah. Double kill blow. You've got to double... Do another tap. But you don't have to double no, tap, tap the same thing. You could do, like, one car, one... Oh, Boy. mix up the taps. Yeah. Like drop See, a car on them and then walk up and make sure to shoot them yeah. in the head. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so fuck. Okay. All right. So so they're a family and there's the four of them and they're Yeah. At the end of the last movie where they did they were just they didn't have anything in particular they were off to do. They would just survived and that was it kind of thing. I think they were trying to like, yeah, find where they were gonna go next. Okay, but there was no like we're off to do this thing, which is going to be the sequel. No, and they didn't, okay. like, solve the zombie problem. They just survived. Was that uh, on the table? In the no, first I'm movie? just like, I no. like oh, okay. when that's okay. the thing. Like, do you want to cure this? But that's not in play at all. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I very mean. accepting that this is the world they live in now. Yeah. They've, so, like, moved on even. Like, they have, like, don't they still have television and stuff? They don't have television but they have electricity. I'll come to all of that. So I guess maybe old televisions would be powered, but we don't see that. Okay. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure. All right. I was dwelling on it. Like when would they watch TV? It doesn't even really matter, but they have it. Um, maybe they could just watch VHS tapes. Yeah. If they have a VCR. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. So it opens with voiceover by Columbus, our hero, Jesse Eisenberg, just basically restating everything we just discussed. Like, this is the state of how things are. The apocalypse is still happening. Zombies are still a plague upon our society. And we've identified three different versions of them based oh. on their adeptness. Hmm. Homers is what they call like the most rudimentary. They're the most like hulking, kind of like we'll walk into a wall style. So they call them homers? Yeah. Homers. Yeah. 
Okay. And then the second level they call Hawkings, like Stephen Hawking, because they're smart and they can, like, learn how to do... Um, they learn how to defy logic and obstacles. No, like a guy, they show clips of all these things. So like a guy blocks one with a door, but then the Hawking chops off the colleague of the guy he's trying to get to and like uses their skull to get like the eye reader to open the door. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Hawking's. (laughs) They're literally Stephen Hawking. Please, what's the third one? The I third one is Ninja because they're stealthier Ugh. and faster. Homers, Hawkings, and Ninjas. Not even a third H. Nope. Yeah. What Ninja? That sucks. <laughs> they all. That sucks. Rewrite. That's where you send it back. You go rewrite. Punch it up. Do better. Be more funny. I agree. Fuck. They're um, all a little like Ninja. Cool. Dialed up a little much, you know? Just because a zombie is agile doesn't make it a ninja. Stupid. Look, I'm just doesn't have facts. a sensei. I'm very troubled by the Hawkings because that example you described shows, like, pretty high-level thinking and logical and reasoning. And, like, I don't want to get into, like, what is a consciousness, but higher intelligence seems to be one of the things that, like, we associate with, like, conscious life. And so if you're smart enough to do that, you're kind of a person, which means now that you're just like a murdering, you're just a person who likes to murder. Like you're not even a zombie anymore. <laughs> okay, um, so okay. The four of them so are types still, of zombies. Yeah, the, but the, the four leads are still a tight crew. Uh, Columbus is in a romance with Wichita, Emma Stone, and uh, Little Rock, who is Wichita's sister, has formed a father-daughter relationship with Tallahassee, Woody Harrelson. So that's their family dynamic. What do you want to so, call them sorry. for the rest of the movie? Which way you want to go on this? Great question. Woody. In my notes, I have them as their city names, but I'm willing to diversify. Let's go with the. Let's go with their like really famous actor names that we. Fine, know. fine. But Abigail Breslin is the least famous of them. She's Little Miss Sunshine. She's oh, okay. And this, she's Little Rock. You still right. get it. Apparently she's in Signs as well. Good movie. I Is never it? saw it. Yes. <laughs> right. You never saw Signs? No. Samantha? Isn't that weird? It is weird. Do you know that it has Mel Gibson in it? I do know that. I can't believe I've never seen it. It stars Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> you should definitely see it. Maybe I'll do that this week. You'll love it. You'll, you'll love it. <laughs> that nine and a half weeks and Wild Things. Whew. What a week oh, I have had! Oh my god, movies used to be so good, and now they're this. I'm so I, <laughs> god. Seriously, what happened? Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Abigail <laughs> from Breslin. wild things to this, <laughs> Abigail Breslin is in it. Well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so they and get... she's she's Woody's like mm, surrogate like, daughter. Surrogate daughter, right? He's the he's the he's the um, Rambo. To her, Rambo's <laughs> adoptive niece, Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Thank you. Nice, <laughs> nice callback. Oh, it's a I already classic. have forgotten everything. You're, it is a classic John James Rambo Gabrielle relationship. <laughs> okay. Um, so okay. Jesse Eisenberg is desperate to find a forever home, even though they're always on the move, uh, and they end up. Approaching the White House, getting into a big scuffle as they approach it with 
many different zombies, mostly of the hawking varietal, I believe. Ooh. And uh, it's just a slaughter set to Metallica's Master. I don't hmm. know if that's an actual song title, but it's when James Hetfield screams the word Master a lot. I think that's Master. Is that Master of Puppets? Yes. Most likely. That's good that's song. song. It, it is a good song. That song gets me jacked up. <laughs> I agree. And they got jacked up in this during their killing spree. Um, when they're when they're when they're when they're wandering the lands, what are they? I mean, they have to pick a direction and go in a direction. And what is it that they're looking, hoping to come across? Um, unclear. A sanctuary. A sanctuary. It sounds. Are like they like looking for supplies all the time? They must be. They don't really spend a lot of time highlighting that. Like, how do they get food? Where okay, do they well, get new clothes? Like, none of it really. You know what? Shown. Forget it. I'm not gonna. I'm just. Just what happens next? <laughs> Like, here's me like Master. trying to fucking squeeze any juice out of the out of this fruit, the low hanging fruit that is this movie, and what? no, no luck. This White House lawn massacre uh, that you call you described is this a fight between our four heroes and all the zombies, or yes. is there other <clears throat> just the four of them, world? and they just murder all the zombies? Yeah, mostly with do guns. They, do they double tap all of them? Yeah, they seem to. I mean, thorough. Yeah. <laughs> How okay? How often does do, do people speak the words "double tap" in this movie? Less than you'd think, given the colon-based hmm. title. Yeah, I, thank you. All right, again, I should really stop asking questions. <laughs> okay, so they wind up taking over the White House and spend a few months there of easy domesticity. I guess that one massacre kind of got rid of most of the active zombies, and they just hang there for a while. So, again, okay. I don't know where they get more food and supplies. Um, but I feel I, like there's they, a bunker in the White House. They seem to be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I said, Breslin is bonding with Woody Harrelson. I have to, like, read my notes and keep uh, transposing the names. That's okay. I'll get used we'll to it. We'll help you. if you, yeah. Just follow your heart. Do you? Yeah. No, I can do it. Uh, and they're working on his car, his beloved beast car, which is like a muscle car. That's been like rigged for zombie attacking. That's like his pride and joy. Um, so and, like reinforced windows and shit. All like, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's like down so in the like garage of the White House, like with mechanical tools and you know doing embellishments. Has he named that car? I think he calls it the Beast. The Beast. I like yeah. that. I, I can Fine. picture him. He's probably wearing a denim sl- shirt with the sleeves cut off and listening <laughs> to like country rock, you know, and drinking, <laughs> drinking like, Moonshine. you know, six can of, well, I was going to say like a six pack of Coors Light or something. <laughs> yep. Um, she laments that she's never going to find a boyfriend if she just stays with them as the foursome. And he says, well, you're, she'd it's be the right. zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I know. And he says, well, you're never going to find a boyfriend. Like, Exactly what you just said. Like, we're in a zombie yeah. apocalypse. Like, kind of deal with what we've got. But she's very angsty. She's in that late teen stage and very restless and feeling uncomfortable given that her sister and Eisenberg are a couple and Woody's not a viable love interest. And she just feels adrift. I get it. I feel her on that. I do. I do. But she needs to, you know, she needs to put that aside. Do an early Christmas, and Woody gives Abigail Breslin a gun that Elvis gifted to Nixon, I believe. Um, 
episodes in the White House now, and she's like, great, another gun. And then Woody rhapsodizes about his love for Elvis and his dreams of going to Graceland and on and on, and they're like, yeah, we've heard it a million times. Later that night, unrelated to that, but I guess still part of their Christmas, Eisenberg proposes marriage to Emma Stone using the Hope Diamond while sleeping in the Lincoln bedroom. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of funny. You uh, noticed that I snorted there twice. I did, I did notice. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, movie. However, does she, she, does does, she, oh. she does not believe in marriage, even though we're in a different world than the one, you know, from months ago. She's like, a marriage just leads to divorce and anger and, like, or getting zombified. I decline. Um, and the next morning, he wakes up to find a Dear John note that basically just says, I'm bad at notes. We left. <laughs> Wait, they all left? No, b- both girls. Oh. They do this a lot. They did this in the first movie several times, and then he's always chasing her back down. Let her go, right. man. Yeah. <laughs> Let her go. Bye. Yeah, hey, Eisenberg, literally, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's only so many pickings around. Got to clamp on to what's there. Who gets to hang with Woody? That's true. Yeah, again, you're frozen out, frozen down to of, Graceland. Yeah, your goals of a stable, loving relationship are now rendered secondary to the brutal, brutal murdering and uh, survival that you uh, of your daily life. Like, you know, it's not going to happen. Give it up, Eisenberg. <laughs> Aim higher. He's a true believer. Well, he's wallowing and hanging out with Woody, and Woody can't really take it anymore. He says, I'm going to go hit the open road starting tomorrow. You're welcome to join, but, like, I'm so crazy, and, like, eagles have to soar. I'm out of (laughs) here. And Eisenberg... (laughs) Woody remains unflappable, right? Like, he's just... He's just a good old boy to the end. Yeah, but, I mean, you can sense behind that that he's hurt that Bresen left. But he's not letting it affect him in the same way that Eisenberg is. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in the first movie, he uh, did he have a family? He had a daughter who died or something? The, yeah, in the or first one, he kept, he kept describing a dog that had died, but then a, a late reveal in the movie was that it was a son. That's right. A son, Sad. okay. I, or a daughter, okay. but a child. A um, child, yeah. Yeah, and okay. he, yeah, he's already been traumatized by that. Um... Eisenberg worries that if if and when the girls return and they've gone, they won't be able to find them. And Harrelson says, give it up, man. She's not coming back. Like, you've one more day to be moony, and then we're going. Woody rhapsodizes and goes on about his Blackfoot heritage, which may or may not be true, but he claims it. And he tells the story of the Great Buffalo Jump, which is, um, I guess, the Nevada or something? Blackfoot people... Like, yeah. tricked the buffalo into jumping over a cliff to their death? Head smashed in buffalo jump. Yeah. That's a place. Yes. Nice. So he describes that, that tale and says, um, much cool. like the Blackfoot of my ancestors, like, I need to be roaming free. Mm. Un- they were unbound by possessions and material goods, and I want to be more like that. So I'm hitting the road. And I'm I'm also thinking, I'm sure maybe you guys are as well. Like, there's also now a suggestion that he might do that with zombies, right? Could we not trick a bunch of zombies to run over a cliff? Look, I'm just going in order. Maybe. Hey, that... I'm just saying. 
I, you can I read smell everything. Something. I smell something. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I smell something. I'm going to bring it if up. If that wasn't confirmation, I don't know what was. Um, Got you. Hey, yo. So they go visit the mall to make Eisenberg feel a little better. So like, I guess that's where they like source some of their stuff. Like the mall's been torn apart, but the stores are still semi-intact. And they fend off the swarm. Uh, sorry, they're still in Washington, D.C. area? Yeah, this is a White, okay. House, White House adjacent mall. Perfect. Uh, and so they fend off a new swarm of zombies and realize there's an even more advanced iteration that they deem the T-800, which is a Terminator reference. Yeah, that's the original oh Terminator. Yeah. That's the Schwartzy. That's the Schwartz model, yeah. Yeah, uh, because this one seems like even more unkillable. Like, even the double tapping isn't working. They have to, like, really <gasps> go... triple tap? Really go for it. Like, Woody... I think this happens later, but I'll just describe it now. He shoots, like, many, many times over, and it doesn't work at all. And then he has to boot smash the skull in with his oh. own boot. Boot okay. smashing works. Yeah. Bullets that, don't, but boots do. But, yeah, but that happens later. So, yeah, I'm not really clear on what the T-800's vulnerability is, and the movie does not really bother to tell us. But they're just better than the other ones. Like, they're the fourth, you know, now they're the best evolution of them. Were they sent from the future to... <laughs> kill the human savior of the upcoming robot wars that would have been pretty cool yeah it would have been oh god <laughs> unless you're talking about terminator that'd be cool anyway <laughs> all right they're in the mall i'm sorry i'm sorry terminator is pretty good right it is it's, i agree yeah the next one's coming out i think in two weekends i know oh we will god. not be doing that for the show we will not that trailer looks fucking glorious i yeah we won't be doing this for the show when Sarah Connor comes out of that car, she comes out of a car with just this huge machine gun. It's just, it's just so rad. It, it all looks very right and terminated. She's the coolest. Yeah, she really is the coolest. All right, so they also have a reference to the zombie kill of the year, which is a cutaway sequence that they periodically will cut to because Woody oh, yeah. he keeps turning to Eisenberg and is like, did I, you know, is that, did I get it? Is that zombie kill of the year? And it never is, because then Eisenberg's like, well, we just had a new entrance from, like, Carlos from Pisa, and then they'll cut to that clip. So the most memorable of the cutaway clips is this guy rigs up mannequins to look like tourists, and he's like, my family, we just want directions. And then the zombies come and overrun the mannequins, and then the guy explodes the base of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, which falls in crushes them which was cool but he only got like three kills out of that yeah plus then he has to drop another leaning tower piece on them <laughs> yeah he has, to do- <laughs> he has to double tap it is there any in is there any fictional like in the reality of the story is there any explanation for how eisenberg knows about those other kills i mean that's why i thought there was news no definitely not they do not give that information because I was wondering the same. Because this movie was made by an algorithm. <laughs> if you're, like, not in the mood for that, it will really rattle your cage, this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. my rusty yeah. cage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amen, brother. All right. Yeah, well, okay. in the midst of the mall scuffle, Eisenberg almost shoots a human, Madison, played by Zoe Deutsch, and almost kills her, but... He misses, and then she introduces herself as Madison and says, I've been living in the mall freezer, or, like, the freezer in the food court all this time. I'm, like, super good at surviving. And she's, like, the most mega ditz. She sells Louis Vuitton luggage and a blowout of curly hair somehow. Like, super put together. Which, again, they don't explain. I assume the freezer's not on. 
it is on. That's why I didn't really get it. They don't show it, but she's like, yeah, that's just where I've been. And, like, I'm so cold. That's why I'm wearing my jacket. <laughs> All right. That's, that's, I think she's my favorite character. <laughs> She was kind of my favorite character. <laughs> it makes Diamond. no sense at all, but I like it. <laughs> well, he right. and uh, Harrelson invite her back to the White House where they Damn. don't get along because like, she's so ditzy and so dumb and like so perky and happy that it's just really not vibing with Harrelson's steez. Um, but Columbus, Eisenberg is into it enough. And she immediately seduces him because she's like, I've been in a freezer for a few years, so if you're not going to bang me right now, I'll try my luck with Harrelson. He's like, alrighty then. Um, okay, the next morning, Emma Stone returns, claiming that she needs more guns and ammo, and says that she and Breslin picked up a stray um, hitchhiker named Berkeley who is a musician and pacifist, and Woody Harrelson goes mental that that is who Abigail Breslin is into. It's just like the worst combination that he could envision. And we get a flashback to them on the road, the girls on the road. So it's Emma Stone, Breslin, and this new guy, Berkeley, and Breslin's trying to impress him with her musical knowledge because he's a singer-songwriter, and she says we should go to Graceland, and Emma Stone says no. And then, much like what happened to her, she woke up one morning to find that they have stolen the Beast car and gone off without her, Berkeley and Breslin. This is all happening in a flashback. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and they stole the Beast. Yeah. The two girls, when they left, they stole Harrelson's car. Yeah, and now Breslin and Berkeley have stolen the car, a second steal. Sub-steal from Stone. Yep. Who plays Berkeley? I'm looking up this fool. Avan Yogia? He's a YA TV alum. Okay. Cool. He played the part well. He was in Shaft. Yeah, he was in Shaft. He's a. Oh, yeah, he was the friend that died at the beginning. All right, so he's a pacifist, which I guess means he doesn't kill zombies. Doesn't kill, doesn't carry weapons, and Harrelson is not hearing that. Um, We see them on the road. We see Berkeley and Breslin on the road, and. Certain songs come on, and or he plays songs on his guitar, and she's like, "Oh, is that one of yours?" And they're like famous songs, and he's like, "Yeah, you know that one felt that one felt right." Like he just claims that he wrote all of them. Amazing. Uh, again, th- thematically resonant with uh, yesterday. That's right. Friend <laughs> um, of the show yesterday. Friend of the show yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> What, do you remember any of the songs that he does? Uh, one of them was Blown in the Wind. So back at the White House, Stone almost apologizes for doing the Dear John, and they're making a bit of amends when Madison stumbles down from upstairs holding the Hope Diamond that she found in the nightstand drawer. Uh-huh. Okay. And she's probably into it. Well, yeah, she's into it. And Eisenberg, to his credit, is like, you left... Uh, You don't really have any business getting in my craw over this, but uh, it's tense, to say the least. Uh, Does she get in his craw? Well, she was halfway apologizing, and then she saw Madison and got all hot to trot with rage. She gets gets hot to trot with rage? Yeah. Ah, okay. I like how hot to trot can mean so many things when you say it. (laughs) (laughs) It means horny, it means angry, 
It means annoyed. It means, I don't know. I find it to be a very multi-purpose phrase. Loquacious. <laughs> Hot to trot. <laughs> it's one of those expressions that exactly nobody I know other than you uses. <laughs> T-shirt is just hot to try. I should find it. <laughs> uh, does it have a horse on it? Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, all right. Uh, what's happening in this movie? Yeah. I hope the zombies didn't get them. <laughs> so all four: <clears throat> Woody, Eisenberg, Emma, Madison, all get into the minivan that Emma Stone is now using. Much to Woody's chagrin, you know, being a car oh, yeah, guy. That's a downgrade. That's yeah. a downgrade. He's a, is he driving now? They all take different turns. Hmm. Um, and he says, I want to find Breslin, make sure she's okay, and then I'm going off my own. Like, the, I, I just need to roam free. I'm, I need to be back to being a lone wolf. Like, this yeah, yeah. doesn't work for me. You um, get it, Doc. We've, you've made that clear in one of your many soliloquies yeah. already. <laughs> this time he doesn't even invite them to join, though. Before Did you he know he's, that he's part Blackfoot? <laughs> I had heard that. Yeah. I had heard that. Yeah, that's why he uh, needs to be free. They find yeah. a collection of other cars along the road, including a van, or um, excuse me, a bus. And so they want to trade up. But on the way towards that collection of cars, they get into an attack with a cluster of T-800s. And this is when he has to do the boot smash, the boot skull smash in the sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, they finally succeed and they try to take the bus but instantly drive over like don't go this way or your tires will be damaged no it's like you know, spiky things spikies. Spikies. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's short-lived and i don't remember eisenberg having a fear of clowns but apparently that was a big deal in the first one and so the other car is a clown car which he will not go into so they're back in the minivan was Why? the uh was the spike like would want to take a bus i feel like a bus is a bad vehicle to have totally agree so cumbersome yeah, can't make tight turns it's so stupid it's nothing about it is good yeah why why does um why were those spikes laid down was that part did the zombies do that is that indicating no, smart no, no, talking no. zombie-ish like they just didn't see the sign for it and okay. yeah and do they know where they're going do they have a theory that Breslin went to um, Graceland or anything like that? Yeah, because she wanted to go and Emma Stone said that they couldn't and then they took off the next morning. Right. They assumed that she's doing that. Yeah. So yeah, okay. they're on their way to Graceland. Um, <clears throat> and like, being in the minivan is a bit the whole movie. Like, oh, like, we have to go back to the minivan. Oh, right. it's oh, it's a bit. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I made that clear, but it's a strong bit. Uh, <laughs> Strong as in used a lot, or strong as in you thought it was a good bit? All of, no, it was not used well. Um, yeah. Chris, so... I, if there's two things I know about you. One is that you love context, and the other is that you love bits. Mm-hmm. I do like bits. I like bits a lot. The context thing is like, you know, it's a preference. <laughs> All right, gonna... so they're back in the... Back in the minivan. You know, it's a classic bit, as, as you know, that I love. Um, they're back you in the minivan. Bit. I love bits. Yep. And uh, Madison starts to have a reaction. She's getting hives and starts barfing. And that is a sign oh. of zombie tarnation. Ism? Yeah. And... Zombie tarnation. Zombie tarnation. She says, stop the car, stop the car. So she's on the side of the road barfing. And Stone turns back to Eisenberg and says, like, I know you love her and you guys are a great match. So the other bit is her saying, like, 
maybe you and I were only together through proximity, like we aren't actually meant to be, um, we're just convenient, and you know, maybe Madison's a better match for you, because she's rubbing it in, in that way. I feel like she, that's Redding Stone's wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's doing it ironically because she'll like Madison will say something super dumb. Yes. And then Emma Stone will like w- right. widen her eyes and be like, oh, wasn't that a funny thing that Madison just said? Exactly. Like that, that bit? Yeah. yeah. And she says, I know you love her and all, but the best thing to do when someone's going to turn is to shoot them now so they don't have to suffer. So And it should be you. So, you know, go. you know what you have to do. So we just hear the gun blast. Um, in the distance. Okay. I feel like he doesn't kill her. Ooh. That, that's a call. I made it. I'm standing by it. <laughs> you heard it here I, first. Yep, and I'm standing by my bunch of zombies go off a cliff, buffalo style. I'm behind that as well. Well, it's just the three of them now, back in the minivan, Woody, Stone, Eisenberg. They get to Graceland, but it's been destroyed. Somehow... It's still standing, but I guess it's rubble. Again, no context. They don't even go in. They just see it like from the parking lot. They're like, it's destroyed. And Harrelson is very <laughs> torn up about it. And <laughs> so cool. they drive to a nearby, like, kitschy hotel called the Heartbreak Hotel, which is, like, done up to look like a Graceland style, but obviously fake and, like, crappier version. Yep. They're hanging out in there, and they see that the Beast car is parked there, so they're hopeful that that means Breslin will be there, too. Um, Eisenberg puts on what is claimed to be Elvis's real shoes and rubs it in Woody that he and Elvis have the same size feet, and Woody does not. Another bit. Um, are, then, they, are they blue as suede? Yeah, they are. Of course they are. <laughs> they meet Nevada, played by Rosario Dawson. Ooh, and she said, state. I know, and she, they like, where exactly? And she says, you're only going to get that information for now. Oh, she's a toughie. Yep. She yeah, like a badass killer. Oh, yeah. Chick. Yep. Yeah. She's probably from Reno and she's just embarrassed. <laughs> I'll spoil ahead. She is from Reno. <laughs> Damn, Jeremy, you're on fire. <laughs> this and this the Buffalo Jump, you're killing it. <laughs> it's like you're I'm right there it. next to me in the theater. Am uh, I in Zombieland? <laughs> You're being Zombieland. Uh, Double tapped from above. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so that's that's uh, she. I'm sorry, I didn't understand how they came upon her. She was just staying in the hotel. She, yeah, that, that's just where she's been camping out. I don't know if she oh. ran it before the apocalypse or she just is now running it in whatever way that means. Like she seems to have uh, drifters pass through commonly. Okay. And Graceland's in, like, near Memphis? Yeah. I don't know if it's true. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, you meet someone else from the same city as you. You have to fight. So can only be one. one. Yeah. One. All right. It's Pokemon. All right. Uh, Unless you want to do, like, an east side, west side thing, but that will only lead into bloodshed anyway. So. That's just a mouthful, though. I'm west Tallahassee. <laughs> no. There can only be one. Yeah. Uh, so she says, yes, Breslin and Berkeley were here, but they've gone now and they changed cars and left the beast here. Um, and so we cut again back to Berkeley and Breslin, and we see that he convinces her that instead of doing Graceland and sitting here in the Memphis area, they should go find Babylon, which is a legendary pacifist community that he, I guess, has been to before. Um, so they're en route to this place, which Babylon. 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 Yeah. 
And uh -huh. I don't know where exactly it's meant to be, but I guess not that far from Memphis. So Nevada and Woody bond over their shared love and worship of Elvis, and they inevitably make love. Mm. Um, the next day, I don't know their city name, so I'm just going to go right into their actor names. Luke Wilson and Thomas Middleditch show up. And they would I can be, remind uh, you, Albuquerque yeah. and Flagstaff. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sounds good as a duo. <laughs> Uh, I found this sequence very enjoyable. Um, they arrive. Luke Wilson. I feel like he's not in much stuff these days. Not in enough stuff. Oh, you're a fan, right? You really? love him. I've, I've found him to be erotically charged in the past. I see. <laughs> yeah, erotic. we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna counter with this. Luke Wilson is in enough stuff. <laughs> I said it. I'm gonna counter with this. Thomas Middleditch, friend of the show, replicas. <laughs> friend of the show, replicas. He was in replicas, right? Wasn't he the assistant who just kept calling him man all the time? Yes, man? Yes, he was. Indeed, he was. <laughs> Your recall you is really good. Man? Yeah, he's yeah. a friend of our friend of the show, replicas. <laughs> yeah, the film replicas. Yeah. Well, they arrive in a monster car with like the really tall tires. And, Monster truck, you mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a truck. It's like the body is a regular car shape, but the okay. tires are giant. That's okay. kind of the term, though, right? Monster truck. Yeah, okay. I was just trying to get a sense of it. Car body. Just so like a regular sedan on top? Yeah. <laughs> giant car. <laughs> or like Jeepy. Like, like a Jeepy style on top. Uh, I go truck with that. Okay, fine. Monster truck. And they arrive. Um, with speed and just monster truck over the beast, like for no reason, they choose. Oh, to that do must that. be quite a monster of a truck, then. Yeah. Damn. All right, they show up. This is Luke Wilson, Albuquerque, and Thomas Middleditch, Flagstaff. And yeah, their dynamic is an exact replica of Woody and Eisenberg's dynamic, kind of like the like Reverso Seinfeld episode. Mm -hmm. um, they behave oh. the exact same, except they're like more affectionate to each other. Hmm. Bizarro, Tallahassee, and Columbus. Yes, exactly. And only Stone is realizing it, because Woody and Luke Wilson butt heads over just being alpha guys, and also Luke Wilson has previously made love to Nevada, and he was back for more, and Woody's in the way of that. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> they are very... These people, the amount uh, in this traumatic, horrible hellscape that they live in, where murder is a daily reality... They have their sexual libidos have remained like really strong, like make many of them's that their decisions on where to go in the world seem to be driven by potential for for sexual intercourse. Yeah, I guess there's not much else. Well, there's no really. TV, yeah. so there's no TV. Yeah, you might be reduced to your most basic instincts, which you know are like food, shelter, and probably sex. And monster trucks and monster <laughs> trucks and double tapping. Double tapping. <laughs> And probably, I'm going to guess, like, I don't know, Bruce Springsteen cassettes <laughs> while you're driving your monster truck around? Yeah. For sure. Or, like, maybe some, like, Dawkins or something? My mom had a Bruce Springsteen cassette in her Ford Taurus. It got yeah, a lot of play. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of yeah. course. We had a Taurus also. Um, nice. Where... Solid on <laughs> Reliable. Affordable family <laughs> sedan. <laughs> 
Well, they're there. So and they're, they're back. Yeah, butting heads. Yeah, butting, butting heads, heads at, and, at the Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah, and meanwhile, Eisenberg and Middle Ditch, they go through a real up and down. At first, they bond because Middle Ditch has commandments and Eisenberg has rules, and so they bond over that. But then when they have a different ranking for different rules, they start butting heads over whose system is better. But then they reconnect in the end and Eisenberg is just loving him he's like he's so cool and they're like fast friends and then there's an incursion by some T-800s and Luke and Thomas say well we're the ones who brought them here we must have lured them with the monster truck this is our battle so we don't want any of your help we'll do this on our on our own and so they go outside and they're battling watched through the window by the rest of the gang inside and they eventually win, come back in, and are given praise for it. But shortly after that, they both start to turn. What is it that turns you? What what occurred to a them? Bite. Or, or yeah, a bite. Seems unclear. A bite. Yeah. No. Yeah. We see their bite mark. At first, Luke Wilson's like, "No, no, that's just a tattoo that I have from before." And Eisenberg's like, "You got a tattoo of a zombie <laughs> bite on your arm." <laughs> <laughs> that's a line. It's kind of funny. <laughs> It's probably ad-libbed. <laughs> probably. Um, so they're starting to turn, and Eisenberg is hopeful that it's not true because he's really into Middle Ditch, but it becomes swiftly, clearly true, and a vicious fight ensues amongst all of them throughout the hotel, mostly guy and guy with a little bit of help from Nevada and Emma Stone, but she, Emma Stone's holding a gun, and she can't get her aim between the two guys because they're, like, somersaulting around each other on the floor, Eisenberg and Middle Ditch. Yep. So it's mostly two pairs of guys, like with their own counterpart. All right. And they uh, win the day on that, too. And Eisenberg says, well, they broke one of my main rules, which is they wouldn't ask for help. So you, by win the day, you mean they got they double tapped them? Correct. Yeah. They were able to defeat blow. their shadow <laughs> selves. Yes. Which is uh, important in human development. Before they turn to pure Nazgul. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and got in their monster car. <laughs> oh, yeah. They can drive that car now. Well, we'll see. So, okay. Cut. <laughs> we'll see. You guys are, like, really right Shit. there with me. Okay, so cut back to Babylon. Breslin and Berkeley have found it. It is a real community. Um, it's, um, there's a sky rise, and, like, the main part of the community is on the roof of the sky rise, and then the base of the sky rise is surrounded by... Like encircled by freight a cars. High rise? Yeah. What do you mean by is a sky rise a, a high rise or a skyscraper? Sky, skyscraper. Are you, is it a portmanteau? I don't know. A skyscraper. A tall okay. building. High rise. A sky rise. <laughs> sky rise sounds like a trademarked name for some building. <laughs> high we're, we're rise skyscraper. We're registered trademark. Sky rise. It's the <laughs> sequel to Skyscraper, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. There's a lot of sky rise condos in Mississauga, but otherwise, I think we can. I think my mom's Take condo in Thornhill was called the Skyrise, which is maybe wise in my mind. Um, Beautiful. Um, so Shout out, Leslie. Because there's a Skyrise, do, do we get a sense of where Babylon is? No. Or do they not say? I, they, I don't think they say. And if they it did like say, it. it was, like, unregistered by me. Okay, so but that's, uh, no, okay, so it's the center of their operations. And on what's on the roof? What did you say? So the community is on the roof. Like, that's the main hang oh. area. And then the bottom of the building is encircled by freight cars. So 
that's like the first line of defense is the freight cars, and so like a window is slid open with a partition in the freight car, and the person says, welcome to Babylon, you have to surrender all your weapons, because they don't allow it in here, and they melt down all the guns and make peace, peace sign pendants. <laughs> <laughs> they don't keep, like, a supply of guns just in case? No. Oh, it's Babylon. Back to the Heartbreak <laughs> Hotel, Woody tries to drive the monster car, but he can't get a hold on it because it's too difficult. Too much swag on it? Too much swag for him. So once wow. again, they need to go back to the minivan. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a bit which I like. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm really enjoying that all of Woody's preconceived notions of masculinity continue to be challenged and <laughs> thrown down. There's just no room in this world for a red-blooded American man anymore, you know what I mean? Um, in the car, Emma Stone confesses that coming back for the guns and ammo was but a ruse and that she came back to apologize and get him back and just as she's kind of at the end of her apology and that they're seemingly going to get back together they're come upon by the clown car from earlier and guess what you're right he didn't kill madison what 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 and she's a zombie in a clown car no she's not a zombie she said guys it was only a nut allergy and i was like barfing from the trail mix that you gave me thanks for not shooting me like i'm so glad you didn't shoot me I'm glad I caught She's up. my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> she was a delight, and she like really maintained that Ditz persona 100% the whole movie. It was really good. She's pure. Uh, yep. That's great. Uh, she's okay. good. She's a good actor. Yeah. I found her very whimsical in this. So they bring her into the minivan. All four of them show up and find Babylon. Harrelson is disgusted by the pacifist rules and doesn't want to turn in his gun, but he, more than that, wants to see Breslin again, so he abides by the rules. And they go up and find, it's like, there's a drum circle and a yoga station and, you know, all the, like, annoying things that a Berkeley person would want. All the things that Woody Harrelson actually likes in real life. (laughs) Yeah. When he led yoga on front campus at University of Toronto? I didn't go, but I do remember. I didn't go either. I wanted to go, but I couldn't go for some reason. Same. <laughs> remember hearing about that? Like, yeah. hey, uh, what are you guys doing on the weekend? Because Woody Harrelson's coming here to lead group yoga on front campus. And, like, the only answer you can have to that is, like, what? Like, okay. Yeah, I, I, was like, I do yeah. remember that. Um, that's great. Um Again, we this is like a city, right? So Babylon is a city. It's barely. It's just like the top of one large building. It's only, only the top. They don't use any of the floors of the building. No, they don't. Well, we don't see them using any of them. And they've like so put like astroturf and like made little huts and like little structures on top of the roof. Right. Maybe the idea and, uh, is do they, do they embrace everyone when they arrive? Like, welcome, brother. Basically, welcome, brother. Yeah, and they give them a pendant, all that. Namaste. Namaste. Here's some here's some quinoa porridge <laughs> yeah. with uh, chia seeds for your chi. Oh, and get the, it? Yeah, the reason they have some electricity it was referenced before. Like, uh, as long as there's still rain happening, it keeps like refilling the whatever the system is to power electricity. Science. Uh, it keeps filling what hydroelectric dams? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Small ones that they put on the roof. <laughs> they don't go over the rest of the building. As long as there's rain, there is electricity. Well, that's yep. why they do the rain dance all the time. 
um, beside the drum circle. It, hey, it's zombie land, you know? Is, um, okay. is it ever? <laughs> that what? As long as there's rain. I, I, why am I doing it? Here comes the rain again. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let it rain. So Breslin's really thriving in this community. She's into all the drum circles and stuff. And Harrelson is relieved to see that she's doing well. And that's his cue to leave and go off on his lone wolf tour because this is not a place for him. He gives a but cheerful goodbye to all in, of them. He's in the minivan. Yeah. Uh, I think he actually trades finally at this point, but he doesn't make it very far when he sees a huge swarm of T-800s flocking towards Babylon because they've just started partying and um, lighting off fireworks, which is basically a beacon for all the T-800s. So I feel like, and maybe this is just something you haven't covered, I feel like at the beginning of the movie, we got told there were three categories of zombies. The Homers, which I literally, that's after you said that there was a group called the Homers, we never heard about them again. Yep. Uh, 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 the, 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 the Hawking, Hawkings, um, who seem to be just like regular zombies at this point, like most of the ones they discover yeah. are at least smart. Yep. And the ninjas who never got mentioned again. Correct. And so. <laughs> and not a failure and, by me. The ninjas never get mentioned again. There's one reference to a homer at one point during one of the big battles when they're like, oh, it's just a homer. Like, don't waste a bullet. But that's it. It's so, a throwaway. So it's. And, and, and then they quickly discover the T-800, which is the super hard to kill slash also smart, seemingly, mm-hmm. and unrelenting category of zombies. So it seems like all zombies are quickly evolving to become much more dangerous zombies. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Seems like. Do they talk about the fact that, like, the threat has become more increased? Um, they, not really. They're like, the threat of the particular zombies is worse, but they don't give, like, a broader context of what that means for their life trajectory. I think Eisenberg and uh, Middleditch, while he was still around, should have stopped talking about their stupid rules <laughs> and started ta- looking at the rapid and terrifying evolution of zombies into super killer zombies. They could have made a really nice flowchart. You're right. Yeah, they really yeah. could. They really, yeah. really could. I think it would have been useful. But instead, they, well, one of them died and the other one deserves to die. <laughs> well, okay, in the midst of the T-800, it <laughs> seems like there are other lesser zombie, you know, like they intermingle a little bit. But the scariest Meanwhile, Woody's the out there on his own. Yeah, well... All Not right. for long, because he sees this swarm, and he rushes back to Babylon and rushes back up, and it's like, well, we need to figure out some way of battling them, but you idiots got rid of all your guns, so we're going to have to try something Club different. Too. And, yep, so they train some of these, like, Berkeley types to hold up various metal pieces, basically as shields, like metal boards in front of them, and then the main four go downstairs to ground level, and their plan is to, like, rig... Uh, like lines of fuel that they can ignite oh, yeah. from, you know, and explode yeah. them as they come. Does what does uh, Berkeley get up to? Does he does he learn the ways of holding a piece of metal, or does he remain a pacifist? Um, we'll come to that. He's but he's up. He's still on Babylon. He's not helping them okay. on the fuel lines blow. Okay. It, like it's not a big really? deal. He doesn't like reject it or anything. Like there's no scene of that. Yeah. Oh, and one other question, because I uh, forgot she was in this movie and couldn't care less whether she's lived or died at this point. But what happened to Nevada? Oh, Where yeah. Is she? she she stayed behind at the Heartbreak Hotel when they went okay. off. And she's oh. like, if you make it after Babylon, like, come back. You're welcome here anytime. Wink, wink. Oh, oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a great way to 
to end that character storyline. Great job. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um... <laughs> she says with the knowing <laughs> wink of the storyteller. So the main four are... Because even Breslin, who has become a pacifist, knows that this is a real attack. So she's participating with Stone, Woody, and Eisenberg down below doing this fuel stuff. But before they get everything set up, they're like chased and have to climb up just some like old like debris, um, like a trash heap kind of thing. And they're just standing on top of it, cowering and being encircled by all these C-800s because they didn't get their setup done fast enough. And they're like, this is it. And they have no weapons. They have nothing. Okay. And like, I guess this is how this is going to be. I'm glad we're all together. And funny you should ask, right at this moment, Nevada shows up in the monster truck. What? In the monster truck? Yeah. Sh- Jeremy. Jeremy, I blame us. We should have seen that coming. Yeah. Woody couldn't control it. We just found out that she was still back at the hotel. I'm disappointed in us. <laughs> Me too. So she I'm rips Amy. up there. And she probably steps out with like a giant machine gun, like Arnie's size, massive machine gun, both both hands. I mean, she does have G-800 a gun. Throw back. But yeah, she can only like accomplish so much because there's. So, I guess she saw the swarm going that way. So I guess Babylon couldn't have been that far from Memphis, which they give no context for. But well, sure, she shows up. All right, she she's, uh, she's got a gun. Yeah, she like mows over a bunch of them, and she opens the door to the car. And so they all four jump in. They're tearing off away. But like Eisenberg, I think, had referenced earlier, um, they have, like, bad topple handling, and the monster cr- truck just side Z topples. Oh, it rolls. Yeah, it rolls. Because they're top-heavy, yeah. 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 Because they, they stuck a normal car on the top of giant <laughs> tires. It was pretty great. Uh, okay, it's they no roll. It's Bigfoot or... Um... What's grave digger. Grave digger, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I can love grave digger. <laughs> so they've rolled, they run out of the car, and now it looks like they're gonna be overrun again, now on foot, just standing on the ground. And to your question before, this is when Madison and Berkeley start becoming a little bit more involved and they hurl stuff from above, smashing the zombies with like items. From the top of Babylon? Yeah. They can throw things far enough off the roof of that sky rise to where the, <laughs> the rolled over monster truck car and our heroes are. Yeah, and you'd think they probably would kill one of the heroes on accident, but they don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should be so lucky. It's pacifist beginner's luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so what are they throwing, by the way? Are they throwing like potted ferns? Um, yeah. it, it, looked, it looked like computer monitors. That was the shape of them, but I couldn't really make out what they were. Uh, I mean, that'll that'll hurt. Yeah. yeah. So especially with the CRT. Yeah, they accomplished enough where our heroes are given a break for it, and they run through the freights and back up to Babylon. And again, much like you've been anticipating for some time, Woody is running through the entire place, the entire roof having the zombies follow him, just like the buffalo, mm. and it, it's, I don't, they haven't set it up this way on purpose, but there's, like, kind of, like, a ramp, just the nature of the roof lends itself to this very well, and also, mm-hmm. all the other pacifists kind of create a corridor with the metal shields that they've been holding. Oh, well, they okay. funnel them up this yeah. roof ramp, and then Harrelson obviously dives to the side, or pretends, or, like, 
Yeah, so he's running. They've made the corridor, and they're, like, banging off, you know, side zombie people. Yeah, and then at the very end, Woody leaps off the roof and hangs on, like, a construction hook kind of thing. Mm. Oh, yeah, a construction hook. Yeah, one of them, yeah. one of their uh, crane hookies. Yeah, and so he's just oh, there suspended, yeah. and we just see the like recreation of the buffalo jump. And as you guessed, all the zombies just go for it, and they're falling to their deaths. And to your other point about the homers, like way later, kind of when this is abated, a homer comes in like by himself, just jumps over, even though he's not being. Oh, that's a like bit. He's, yeah, he's not, like, being in the flow of it. He just is oh. late to the game. Fantastic. That's funny, because he's so dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. So, uh, while Woody is hanging there, he says, zombie kill the year, and uh, finally he gets that affirmation that it was. And... By the judge of said contest, <laughs> Jesse Eisberg. <laughs> just Jesse's... worldwide oversight. <laughs> Jesse's not, and it hasn't been a year since the last one. He has to wait for the full year to be completed. You can't grant that award yet. True. Well, you can't award MVP halfway through maybe. the season. Well, year, year to date. date. Oh, that's a different award. He's leading the league. Yeah, he's a league leader. He has not won Zombie Kill of the Year yet. How can you? The year isn't over. Good Sounds God. Sounds like there needs to be a commissioner's <laughs> meeting here. There needs to be a commissioner's meeting. There needs to be um, league standings. Yeah. Uh, there needs to be a fair point system. Um. You might want to adjust for strength of schedule. That's just off the top of your head. Yeah. There probably needs to be conferences. You and Middle Day should have met over this and made a flowchart of your own. That would also have been a better movie. Yeah, that makes great cinema. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Okay, so Woody's the hanging there. And go they, off the roof. They barely him. save him. Um, but they get him back down. And then... After the dumb Homer, there's a few more, I guess, either minimum hawking, maybe ninja. And at the very last second, uh, Breslin shoots those ones. And she realizes that she forgot she's been wielding the Elvis gun that Woody gave her at the beginning all this time. Like, genuinely Ooh. forgot. But that she, that gift pays off. She had it hidden somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. Beautiful. And then she tells off Berkeley for being a poser. And she's like, I've always known you were, like, I was 11 when the apocalypse started. I still have heard music before. Oh, so she was, like, playing dumb to try to get with him or something? Yeah. Or, or just find out where Babylon was. Well, just to, like, slim pickings. Like, there's a, some dude, I guess I'll laugh at his jokes and say he wrote Blown in the Wind. Yeah, there you go. It's the same thing as saying I've been in a freezer for years for two years, so let's get this or I'm going to Harrelson. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Okay, so they've uh, vanquished this contingency of T-800s. Emma Stone accepts the marriage proposal and says, I just now realize we are meant to be. It wasn't just proximity and or circumstantial like we are a suited match even though i don't see that chemistry at all like there was no display of them being a suited match but fine and she accepts but the proposal. they said there was and yeah that's <laughs> so, so there is yeah and madison gives the ring back to her and then she and berkeley french which i enjoyed i thought that was inevitable madison and berkeley yeah that's that's cute yep and um the crew of the main four well i guess rosario dawson has 
she says I'm from Reno. She's like, you've earned knowing where I'm from. But she goes back on her own, I think, back to the Heartbreak Hotel. So it's the four of them again in a new car. And Eisenberg and his voiceover realizes and explains that their forever home isn't a place. Their forever home is staying with each other. Uh, <laughs> you're going to rewrite your rules, you dick? <laughs> well, that was the movie. Cool. Um, was there... Uh, oh, wait. There, no, there's some... one more sequence. I forgot. See, so, I thought there were maybe a post-credits. There was, or... there was a post-credits sequence. Yes. So one of the... Uh, I forgot. <laughs> Earlier, there was a reference, I think, made by Nevada that, like, oh, I murried... I almost murried you. And so Eisenberg's accidental kill of Bill Murray in the first one has been verbalized. So to, uh, a- so to accidentally kill a human when you thought it was a zombie is to murray... Yeah, it's like pulling uh-huh. a homer. Exactly. And then the very end, in the credit sequence, we get a flashback to when the first apocalypse began and Murray being in a press conference for Garfield 3 and him <laughs> delighting in getting to kill all the zombified reporters because they were asking such nonsense questions. All right, cool. It went on for a really long time, like five minutes of him First the press conference, and it just being normal, and then the zombie version, and him killing a lot of people in a hotel lobby. Oh. 